This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. I guarantee you his mom bought that for him. Okay, well... I guarantee you his mom bought all of these for him. Yikes. <laughs> Oof. He, Some of them are rough. This one's nice. He is 32. It's like a golf shirt. <laughs> <coughs> it's literally making Reppy sick. <laughs> Welcome to Helen High Horror, everyone. Hi. I'm Austin. <clears throat> I'm Reppy. I might have broken my rib, but she's, yes, she's, she has a bad rib right now. Yeah, and that cough really, it didn't do anything good for it. That's fine. She is wearing a shirt that says, y'all need Jesus. Y'all do need Jesus. (laughs) This is our first second part of a topic that we've done in the past. This is cryptids part two. Yay! And it was a topic we did really early on. So we're hoping that we're more mature now. We're not we're, more mature. No, we're not. We're That's not, not what's at all. happening. No, it isn't. I did two. Oh, I did three. Okay. But I can cut so one out. So should we just switch off? Yeah, if you want. Don't cut. Don't cut any out for me. Okay. Just do. Yeah. I mean, I could. Okay. One um, of them's not really encrypted, but it was a cool story. So I okay. No, I I appreciate that. So um, my first one is the Loveland Frogmen. Gross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in May 1955, at 3:30 in the morning, a man was driving on a back road in Claremont County, Ohio, when he saw several figures, too misshapen to be human, congregated by the side of the road. Yeah, but it is Ohio. I know. That that could just be people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The man pulled his car over and watched the creatures for several minutes. According to this account, the creature, who would come to be known as the Loveland Frogmen, or the Loveland Lizards, were approximately four feet tall with webbed hands and feet and leathery skin. That's just Danny DeVito. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, we love Danny DeVito. (laughs) Yes. Have you ever seen that van? Did I send that to you? No. There's a van with Danny DeVito's face on it, and it says Vanny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Though they were bipedal, they had distinct frog-like heads and deep ridges on their heads where hair grows on humans. The man, horrified, tried to return to the road and drive away from the frogmen, but one of them took notice of him. The creature held a wand-like object above its head. The wand began spewing sparks, and the man sped away before he could find out what its purpose was. The beings were not seen again for another 17 years until the early morning of March 3, 1972. At around 1 a.m., a police officer was traveling toward Loveland, Ohio. He was driving slowly because of lingering ice on the roads, even though this was in, well, it was in March, so it's fine. And he saw... He didn't trust the story. I didn't trust it. (laughs) When he saw what he believed to be a dog by the side of the road, the animal suddenly jumped out in front of the officer's car, and he slammed on his brakes and came to a stop right in front of the thing. And it was illuminated in his headlights. The officer was just feet from what he described as a frog-like creature. 
three to four feet in height and standing solidly on its two hind legs. He estimated it to weigh anywhere from 50 to 75 pounds and noted its striking resemblance to a frog. Maybe it's just large frogs. (laughs) Four foot tall frogs. I mean, who knows? After just a few moments, the frogman scurried over a guardrail and disappeared into the inky Ohio River. Ew. That's not a river you want to go in. (laughs) No. Later that night, another officer was sent to investigate the scene. He found no creature, but did discover distinct scratch marks on the guardrail. Two weeks later, a second police officer, Mark Matthews, experienced a similar sighting. According to a report Matthews later made... He was driving into Loveland and saw what looked like an injured animal on the road. He assumed that it was dead and stopped his vehicle with the intention of moving it off the pavement. As he approached, the animal quickly moved into a crouched position. Matthews drew his gun and shot at it. He hit it once and the frogman hobbled to the side of the road over the guardrail, never taking its reptilian eyes off of Matthews. Matthews is... He just de- fucking shoots things? I know, yeah, he just shoots things. That's what cops do. You know. Matthews's description of the creature matched the previous officer's report, except for one detail. Matthews had spotted a tail. Oh. <laughs> a tail. Officer Matthews later took back his story, claiming that he had encountered a large pet reptile that had escaped and that he only tried to shoot at it so that the other officer could confirm if that was the thing he saw. What a dumb, 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 (laughs) dumb reason to shoot at something you're not sure of what it is. If that's someone's pet that they're looking for. I mean, what? No frogmen were seen again until August of 2016. Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were wandering Cincinnati, Ohio, between Loveland, Madeira, Madeira Road, and Lake Isabella, and playing Pokemon Go. Jacobs managed to take a few photos of the creature which they saw in the river. Jacobs claimed that the frog was around four feet tall. When the couple told their parents what they had encountered, they were told for the first time about the legend of the Loveland Frogmen. That's the Loveland Frogmen. I don't like Frogmen. Me I hope they're just big frogs. Then they're cute. So it's funny because... Some of them just, like, it's just frog, like, the pictures, the renderings mm-hmm. of them. It's just frogs with, like, human legs. <laughs> just walking. Ew. Like, I would think they would have frog legs. No. I would think that would be the part that was legs. Well, that's the thing, because frog, frog legs. legs are too, like, bent to support the weight. I guess. But it's just, like, like they're just walking. Maybe shit. it's, like, um, you ever read that book, and it's, like, Frog and Friends? No. You've never read Frog and Friends? No. What? Oh, you got to do it. There, it's like, <laughs> it's a frog who's friends with a bunch of other animals, but he's got like people legs. Oh. Uh, but he's a frog. Really? Because he wears like tailored suit pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Frog and toad is what I meant. Oh, frog. Because, uh, yes. I because think frog I remember and toad frog and are toad. friends. It's, it's like this. Yes. They're both they, wearing they're, suit pants. And they <laughs> drink tea and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then other renderings. This is my favorite rendering. Because look at its butt. <laughs> We're going to full post this. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I love it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yes. So dumb. that's the Loveland Frogman. Okay. So my first person. Person? No. Cryptid? Cryptid is El Chupacabra. And the legend first appears in Puerto Rico. El Chupacabra means literally the goat sucker from Chupar to suck, and cabra, goat, 
Which technically means it translates to suck goats, right? Yeah, just love sucking off those goats. Yeah. And he was named that because, you know, he sucked the blood from goats. Yes. So not imaginary, but it's fine. <laughs> um, have you ever listened to that, uh, the dollop with the Icelandic one? I haven't. I really need <sighs> it's to. It's so funny. That's and, like your favorite yeah, one. And during the whole time, the guy's like, oh, that means this, this. And he's like, they say a name and he goes, oh, uh, the name for that is, it literally translates into Island Glacier Mountain because it's an <laughs> island on a glacier on a mountain. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's a little baby legend mm-hmm. because the first sighting only appears in 1995. Oh, I thought it was a lot older than that. Yeah, Very me too. Weird. So in March of 1995, eight sheep were found dead. Each had three puncture wounds in the chest and were drained of their blood. It was Chupa's first ever reported attack, and in August of the same year, a woman named Madeline Tolatino was the only witness to the creature that supposedly had killed up to 150 farm animals and pets in the Puerto Rico town of Genovanas. Genovanas. <laughs> the animal was said to be four to five feet tall with big slanted red eyes and no ears. It had a bright colored spine with spikes that seemed to change colors anywhere from violet to red to black. The animal is said to be covered with fine gray fur and what some people called strong feet. (laughs) Just strong? But it just meant he had, like, he had... feet? Well, like, he had, he could, he was standing up on his two legs like a dog. But they were, like, huge claw-like feet. Okay. I think something was lost in translation there. Yeah, Because I saw a lot of places that were just, like, and big, strong feet. Strong. It's like, well, what a weird descripting. It is. It's almost like they're admiring the feet of the chupacabra. (laughs) Other reports include in November of 1996, a Mexican rancher near San Antonio, Texas, claimed to have captured the chupacabra with a coyote trap. And he was said to produce pictures. Unfortunately, you cannot find these photos anywhere online. The rancher had set the trap to capture whatever was killing his goats, chickens, and donkeys. What was caught was something he could not recognize. Allegedly, the body was a strange creature that was taken to a major Texas university for identification and never seen again. Mm. Conspiracy. Area 51. (laughs) In November of 1997, Chupacabra was back in its original stomping grounds where it killed two more goats, bled another one dry. So three goats. Yeah. What was the difference? Yeah, that's killing. Well, yeah, but I think it, like, just killed two and then blood. It was just like, it just left the blood. Blood not good enough. like, no. It was like Goldilocks is like, I'll kill this one. No, No, it's too hot. Then I'll kill this one. It's, like, too cold. And I killed the third and he's like, ah, this one's just Just right. right. And he ate it all (laughs) up. Fucking Goldilocks, what a bitch. (laughs) So blood another dry and it (laughs) kidnapped a small kid. What? From Luisa, Puerto Rico. Now, I would like to remind everyone at this this portion of the show that kid is another name for a small okay. goat. Yes. Because okay. <laughs> I also was like, it kidnapped a kid. Yeah. Okay, so it, it was it, a baby goat. It was a goat. baby goat. <laughs> okay, good. But it just kidnapped it. It didn't just it, it suck kidnapped it dry. It. No. Okay. Investigating police believed that the attack took place at 2 a.m. About that time, another farm nearby heard... The flutter of wings mm. and saw frightened horses and cows running as if the devil were in pursuit. So, does it have wings? Not 
normally, like oh. not the normal descriptions. Now. Yeah, because I always, I, yeah, I thought no of it wings. as a land creature. Yes, it is a land creature, yeah. but that's interesting. So, on the night of November 12th in 1997, near Perth, Australia, two friends investigating what sounded like a squeal of a wild pig encountered a creature with large, piercing red eyes, a body covered with stringy, matted hair, large teeth, and a distinctive sulfur-like odor. Mm-hmm. And I quote, it was about three feet high when all on all fours and about five feet high when trying to stand up. In its mouth was part of a kangaroo. Within a split second, it leapt straight up, dinner and all, as if it had sprung from its legs. Mm. 34 hogs were found dead on November 17th, 1997. It's a lot of hogs. Yeah. In Arquibo, Puerto Rico, the pigs were being raised by inmates of the Sabana Hoyas prison for their Christmas dinner. <laughs> Which I just thought that was fun. So yes. I'm just gonna include it. So we're gonna we're gonna teach these inmates how to love by raising their own meal. Yeah. <laughs> Near Hesperia in Southern California, a creature matching the description of the goat sucker attacked another pig in December of nineteen ninety seven. I encountered something trying to get to my pig. That was unbelievable, said the owner. When I came around the corner, it stopped and looked at me. My dog seemed to be afraid of it, and then it disappeared into the bushes. Nowadays, a lot of people report chupa attacks anytime wild stock is murdered, especially when it's blood dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people think it was probably just a hairless dog. Mm. What a disappointment again. Just, just a real ugly dog. But how great would it be if... It did have wings. Instead of spikes, there were wings. And yeah. that's why, because there was that one case in Australia. Mm-hmm. It could fly around. What if it's just the Jersey Devil I was going to say that. What if it's the Jersey Devil? So many of these stories lead back to the Jersey Devil. Because it's the Jersey crazy. Devil's real, and he's going to kill us all one day. <laughs> Rep New Jersey. Yeah, that's <laughs> us. <laughs> say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. My So my next one actually also mentions the Jersey Devil, which is very strange. He's going to kill all of He's us. He's great. I fucking love the Jersey Devil. But um, so before I get into this, I do want to show you a picture okay. of this creature. It's called the Snallygaster. It is my favorite. That's not real. <laughs> it's my favorite. And this is the artist rendering of it. And okay. it Let is my... my cup down. Okay. Spill it in on shock. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing. This is the terrifying Snallygaster. What the fuck? Why does it have an <laughs> octopus hanging out of its mouth? That's its mouth tentacles. <laughs> and notice its bird-like, angel-like wings. Yeah, well, they're so small. It looks like <laughs> a chicken. So it's got tiny wings. <laughs> I love this Is it thing. holding a person from yeah. its... Yeah, it is. <laughs> I like it. I hope it's real. I love it so much. Also, we're going to get into this, but it has an arch enemy. <laughs> <gasps> an arch enemy. Yes. Oh my god, those are the best. My is, last story kind of has an arch enemy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well we'll get into this because I now love the Snallygaster. Yeah, I like it too, Snallygaster. It's, it's cool, yeah. Ooh, Snallygaster. <laughs> In the 1730s, the area that now falls into central Maryland was settled by German immigrants. Oof. 
<laughs> That's rough. a rough place rough. to live. My uncle lives in Central Maryland. Is it bad? It's just so boring. I feel like I want to kill myself when I'm there. <laughs> Like, God, what do you do? Walk around this neighborhood? That's it? That's all your things are? <laughs> they were trying to build a place. <laughs> and that's what they built. They so you have them to think. It, it is a place, technically. <laughs> it is a location. Yes. <laughs> Soon after the area was inhabited, accounts began to be recorded of a monster that terrorized those who lived there. This monster became known as the Schnellergeist, or Quick Ghost. In German. Quick ghost, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a it's a fun name. All I can imagine is like a ghost like yeah. with like some Nikes on. <laughs> with some Nikes on. Uh, it was described as having a nightmarish appearance with bird-like features as well as those of the mythical siren. It presented as half reptile, half bird, with a metallic beak lined with pointed teeth and smelled of sulfur. Again, sulfur smelling. Maybe they just have really bad diarrhea all Maybe the time. Maybe the Jersey Devil had, like, two cool brothers. Yeah, they could be the whole family. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, some reports also describe the creature as having tentacles. Those were those tentacles you saw in the, in mouth. the thing. Yes, Love. mouth tentacles. Like, that's kind of like its tongue is the yeah. tentacles. The earliest accounts of Snallygester sightings report that the beast often appears in the air and swoops down to catch unsuspecting children and farm animals. Ahaha, stupid children. <laughs> it was also said to suck the blood of its prey, like the chupacabra. Legend has it that the creature resided... No, no. El chupacabra. El chupacabra. The chupacabra. I saw one, one place that it put the chupacabra throughout the whole story, mm -hmm. and then... There were little asterisks, and then at the bottom, it was like, oh. uh, it was like, <laughs> we meant to put a, like L, like they apologized for it. Really, yeah. that's funny. Well, because it it's weird. You're saying a Spanish it. word, and then you're saying the before. Yeah, I guess I don't know, I but I thought so. that was funny. <laughs> El chupacabra is. I bet is chupacabra a proper noun? No, no, it's just it's just a word. Like, it's just a phrase, kind of? I mean, I guess it's a proper noun. Like, it is the name of something. Like, yeah. Bigfoot. Is mm -hmm. Bigfoot a proper noun, I guess? Yeah, I guess. It's weird. Cryptids are yeah. a, a new frontier. I think it, it's just, it depends if you believe in it or not. Yeah, it's very true. Legend has it that the creature resided in the deep caves of the South Mountains. The locals claim that seven-pointed stars kept the monster at bay. In the 1800s, stories of the monster reemerged. The population of white landowners and African slaves dubbed the thing the Snellygaster instead of the Schnellergeist. Sorry, seven-pointed stars? Yes. What does that look like? Um, they're like... They're, so, so imagine like a pentagram, but with extra stars in the spaces. Extra points. Yeah, but you would only need one. Doesn't a pentagram already have six points? Mm. So you'd only need one extra point. Uh, a pentagram has one, six two, points. three, four, one, five. Two, three, four, five, six. Isn't it a star with a bottom point? Uh, no, it's just... No, 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 it's, it's a... an upside down. Okay. Yeah. Then you're right. Okay. Um, so, so they, seven points, I don't know. Seven is a, is a big number in mythology and, you know. The white people used stories of the Snallygaster to intimidate slaves from running away. So not great. Great. Perfect. Go white people. Yeah. One man who sighted the Snallygaster was a kiln operator near Cumberland. He noticed a large creature seemingly asleep next to the kiln. 
When it awoke and took notice of him, it let out a terrible screech and flew away. Yep. A group of lumberjacks reportedly came upon a nest perched on a high cliff. The eggs in the nest were, quote, big enough to hatch a horse. And locals presumed them to be the offspring of the Snellygaster. Well, did they hatch them? Did they let them hatch? What they do? They just forgot like, about them. The <laughs> In the winter of 1909, newspapers published accounts of locals who had claimed to see the Snellygaster. It was described as having, quote, enormous wings, a long pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. <laughs> it reportedly emanated a sound akin to that of a locomotive whistle. These Woo-hoo! sightings captured the curiosity of the nation. It's just the first cat caller. <laughs> yep. The Smithsonian Institute offered a reward for the monster's carcass, and Theodore Roosevelt considered postponing his trip to Africa to try and hunt it. Fucking Teddy. I love love me too. It was later discovered that the published accounts of Snallygaster sightings were a hoax by the newspaper to increase readership. Weeks after the Snallygaster sightings were disproved, sightings of another infamous beast were sighted in the north. The Jersey Devil replaced the Snallygaster in the minds and nightmares of Americans. Ah! <laughs> Jersey Devil. In 1944, the Snallygaster gained an enemy in the cryptid world. The Dueo, a wolf-like creature that stands on its hind legs and is said to be six feet tall. What the fuck? Was supposedly seen battling the Snallygaster in what West Middleton, heck? Maryland. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> People report hearing, quote, frightful screams. And strange foot. One's got wigs. It could just fly away. <laughs> no, they want. They were fighting. Yeah, they but They wanted why? to fight. And strange footprints were left in the wake of the fight. I need to read this fan fiction. It's, it's wonderful. In the 1960s, John Becker heard the horrific noises coming from his backyard. He ventured outside to investigate, but seeing nothing, turned to return to his house. Just then, he saw something rush at him. It was as large as a bear, but had the face of a wolf and a long, bushy tail. So maybe just a big wolf. It could be a big wolf. He engaged in a struggle with the Dueo, which his family witnessed. Becker filed a report with the local police. The Snallygaster and the Dueo have engaged in several altercations, according to witnesses. The Snallygaster has also been sighted in other areas in the Northeast, such as Ohio, Washington, D.C., and West Virginia. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> Why can't we be friends? Nope, they gotta fight it out. Man. <laughs> Could you imagine seeing the Snallygaster fighting a giant wolf? Who do you thing? vote for? I'm Team Snallygaster. I mean, me too, because I think the wolf's just a big wolf. It could just be a big wolf. Maybe it's just a large wolf. Yeah. Also, I want to know what they're fighting about. I know. What started this feud? Maybe they were both dating the same cryptid. Maybe they were both dating Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah. Now they have to fight it out. Yeah, they're like, he's mine. All I know is that there has been no greater feud than the Dueo and the Snellygaster since Paris and Nicole. True that. <laughs> Who are you, Paris or Nicole? I don't even know, man. I'm always team Paris. Really? Just Paris is ass. pretty great. I don't think I like Nicole Richie. I think she kind of sucks. I think her soul was sucked out by the devil at a young age because <laughs> she's always looked haunted. She does look on. And Paris, at least Paris she's knows fun. she's yeah, and she knows she knows she's, she's like, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is stupid. It's true. But I'm gonna use it to get lots of money, and that's a business savvy woman, and I yes. appreciate it. 
Okay, my second one is tiny, and then I have my third one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the Montauk Monster. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring it up because yeah. I think it's fun. On July 23rd, 2008, in the newspaper, The Independent, Jenna Hewitt, of 26, of Montauk, and three friends said that they found a creature on July 12th at the Ditch Plains Beach. Jenna Hewitt was quoted, We were looking for a place to sit when we saw people looking at something. We didn't know what it was. We joked that maybe it was something from Plum Island. So Plum Island is a island off the coast mm-hmm. for the Animal Disease Center. Uh-huh. And they supposedly did experiments there uh-huh. on animals. Ooh. Her color photograph of the creature ran in black and white under the headline, The Hound of Bonnockville. It refers to the natives of East Hampton, the town there, and The Hound of Baskersville by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, okay. The light-hearted article speculated that the creature might be a turtle mm-hmm. or, like she said, something mutated from Plum Island. Mm-hmm. And there were rumors that the carcass had been taken away from the site. A local newspaper quoted an anonymous resident who claimed that the animal was only the size of a cat and that it was some kind of decomposed skeleton-esque creature Mm -hmm. um, by the time that the press had covered it. She would not identify its location. And Hewitt claimed that a guy took it and put it into the woods in his backyard. (laughs) Why? But she would not say who or where. And her father denied that her daughter was keeping the body location a secret. Mm. A lot of people thought she took it. Yeah. Cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman at Cryptomundo first coined the name the Montauk Monster on July 29th, 2008. The monster has been discussed on Conspiracy Theory with Jessa Ventura. On August 4th, 2011, the Montauk Monster was even featured on the second episode of the third season of Ancient Aliens. (laughs) Titled Aliens and Monsters. Do you know there's like... 90-something episodes of that. It's a great fucking show. (laughs) Um, Some people thought that the animal was just a raccoon with its jaw removed. However, it does not look like that. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't it have, like, claws? Yes. So here's the thing. For, like, a raccoon, the legs appear to be too long to the proportion of the body. Mm -hmm. A sea turtle doesn't have fur or teeth. Yes. Rodents have two large, distinct incisor teeth, which this rodent does not. Mm -hmm. A dog or a canine like a coyote is similar to the corpse, but the eye ridge and feet don't match what a coyote, so like this part, yeah. Mm -hmm. And a sheep or other ovine, although the face looks somewhat ovine, sheep do not have sharp teeth. Yeah. Um, So I think that the animal is from Plum Island. Yeah, and it's and that mutated. people took it away because they didn't So there's this whole I I looked into this whole thing, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to include it all. How Plum Island there's like these conspiracy theories that they it was like said to be animal control, you know, disease mm-hmm. control whatever, but they would take animals and do a bunch of fucked up like researches yeah, and they would like experiments yeah, on experiments, them. Yeah, experiments and I think it's one of those and they didn't want people to have proof. Yeah. So, Cuz you can't go to that island or anything. It's like Okay, should I do my third one? Yes. Okay, this one's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> so, the native Anui people of Japan have long believed that Volcano Bay off the south coast of Hokkaido is home to an enormous monster. The monster is said to be an octopus called Akarokamui. Mm. That sounded more Hawaiian, but <laughs> it is said to have an enormous body that can reach up to 390 feet. According to Shinto mythology, the creature is human-like and contains a bright red color. 
In the 19th century account by John Batchelor, the Inui, his book is called The Inui and Their Folklore. Mm-hmm. It specifies that the red color of the Okorokamui is striking red, likened to the color of a reflection of the setting sun upon water. Okay. The Okorokamui, god damn, it's getting harder to say, <laughs> yeah. is also characterized with the ability to self-amputate, just like other what? octopuses. It lines up with the theory that it, the octopus is said to have healing powers. Oh, yeah, like, can it... Regrow, regenerate, yep, regrow. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's said to just, like, be able to heal things in general. Oh. So the legend dates back hundreds of years. So once spirits cursed Rabunj, a villager of Abuta Toyora, which is all in this area. Mm-hmm. I looked it all up. I don't know anything about Japan, but it's all in the same general area. To see the destruction of his town. So he was cursed by spirits. So they sent a part spider, part human creature, Yaoshikepu. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we apologize to all of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> to fulfill the curse. The spider creature caused rampant destruction throughout the town, slaughtering so many that the streets were filled with crimson blood. Mm. After hearing the townsfolk tremble with fear, the sea kami, so kami is like the thing. Right, like the sea god. Okay. The sea kami. Mm-hmm. Its name is Rapunkamui. Transformed the spider into an octopus and oh. cast her into the sea. Mm-hmm. After she was cast into the sea, her size began to grow, eventually beginning to consume larger prey, such as whales and ships. Mm-hmm. One day, the octopus gobbled up a boat full of fishermen. In her stomach, they called for help. Hearing the cries, Rapunkamui poisoned Korokamui, giving her great pain. She hollered in agony, and the fishermen were able to escape. However, she learned to harness the venom, using it to attack her prey. And in the 1800s, sightings from ships claimed that they were attacked with a large octopus spraying black, odorous fluid. John Batchelor stated that the monster attacked ships and it would emit a dark fluid which has a very powerful and noxious odor, conforming the myth's actuality. Also, mm-hmm. what do you think this creature looks like? I think it's like a giant octopus or squid thingy. Okay, I'm going to find it for you. Okay. I was actually just looking it up because... No, I'm going to find it. Okay, I will <sighs> stop. So it's bright red color. Yeah. And I want you to think what it kind of reminds you of. So wait, is... Th- it's a woman? It's a woman. Isn't it kind of remind you of a siren? Yeah. Luring ships to her, right? Well, so, it really reminds me of <laughs> Ursula. Ursula. <laughs> right. So, because the spider was a half-human creature. Oh. And if, I know I said it quite quickly, but in Shinto mythology, the creature is human-like. Oh, and, cre- okay. and contains a cr- bright red color. hmm And, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a woman. Which I think is fun. That is fun. I like it. So, yeah. Who so, can, it's like, like a hellish mermaid. Yeah. We're like, yeah, think exactly Ursula. Yeah. It's like a really, it, I mean, I don't know if it's supposed to be attractive, but in the picture, in like, it cryptid, is attractive. It's yes. like an attractive woman from like belly button down its tentacles mm-hmm. that like eats up ships and it's huge. So, like Ursula at the end. I wonder. But it's also said to be octopus like. Yes. I, so. I wonder if. 
it eats it from in between the tentacles because yeah, that like would be vagina. fine. Yeah, if it swallows it up in the yeah. vag area. See, because I also was thinking, oh, it's just a huge octopus. Yeah, me too. But then I saw those pictures, and there are some pictures that it's where just, it an just an octopus. Where it is just an octopus, yeah. But I saw the, a few pictures where it's a woman, and yeah. that makes sense because it's a human-like creature. Yeah, and it at does. first it was a spider, and then the spider legs turned in into tentacles, tentacles yeah. and then it just began to grow and grow and wow. grow. I love that fucking, I could talk, research that. Talk about a, a killer vagina. Yeah. That's crazy. To swallow up a ship, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and now she could spit out black. Yeah. Poison at people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. And people even reference her, like, sometimes ships will be like, oh, we have to go this way. And people, like, will be like, nah. be like oh, that's where... Yeah, lives, so we're know. not going that so way. So we have to be careful. Yeah, or we can't go that way or we have to be quiet. A lot of times yeah. it's like you have to be really quiet. Can you imagine having a vagina so powerful <laughs> that it that diverts it ships? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what Helen of Troy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I felt think that's like? exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what we all aspire to. Yeah. Well, I can eat men with my vagina, so. Yes. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Yep. <laughs> well, we're halfway there. Whoa! So those are our cryptids. new cryptids. Yep. Um, I think we're going to be doing more second parts of topics because yeah, because at first we kind of fucked it up, <laughs> fucked a little up. Well, well also, we were just new. We were just babies. We were we were a little baby, baby podcast. Also, because a lot of our topics, there's like more we could choose right. from. You yeah, know, like there's a thousand cryptids. So. Yeah, there are so many cryptids. Like there's a lot of unsolved murders. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like murders, and serial stuff killer too, stuff yeah. like that. So you know, we'll we'll revisit some of those topics with new info. Yeah, with no. New, you know what? I think we should just do the same one. Yes, all the time. Yeah. Just the same exact words every single episode. Yeah. That'll that'll be fun, right? That'll be good for you guys. You'll People love that. People will love that. <laughs> so that's our cryptids Yay. part two. Parados. Pa- parados. No, don't say that. That was wrong. That was Parado is means it? four. Four. Oh no. Two. No. We're bad. In la escuela. <laughs> In the school blue. Yes, that's right. In bridesmaids when she's yeah. talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ruppy's dying. So we're gonna get out of this so yeah. she can heal. Yep. Um I'm Austin Castelli on everything. I'm also Witch Tips. I have a book out under the name A Rain. I'm Reparata Ann on everything. She's Follow dying. my Twitter. It's hilarious. I put a great Han Hathaway tweet that only one person liked. Yes. We saw an interesting license plate. We saw an interesting license plate. Go to my Twitter to see see what it is because it's ridiculous. Okay. Um, We're Hell and High Horror on everything except Twitter. On Twitter, we're Hell High Horror. We are on Spotify now. So if you prefer to listen on Spotify, if you're on Spotify a lot, we are on there. All of our episodes are. So. You can check that out. Um, we're about to release our Patreon news episode. Mm-hmm. We did a, a joint for September and August because we are fucked up. Um, and yeah, that's what we're up to. Say hi to us on social media. Uh-huh. Okay. Happy hauntings, everyone. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.